Have we picked up enough trash today, Henry, you think? I think we have. Okay. If, the, if anybody's stuck with us this long, they probably get the idea. And uh, you know, if you have, I have a lot of respect for you, good people. You know? Are you yeah. implying this is gonna be a bad episode? <laughs> it might be a bit trashy. This is a real, real, real thing. Real, 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 real thing. None of you have the balls to stop. Stop this. Today. We're in the wedge neighborhood right now, 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 right now. We're here on the Wedge Live podcast with Henry Labonta doing something uh, maybe never tried before, which is people are going to listen to a couple of guys picking up trash. Yes, on that's Hennepin exciting. Avenue. It's great sound, yeah. great audio. Yeah. Then Henry Labonta has been on the podcast before talking about his uh, one man uh, trash picking up uh, operation, which I assume has expanded since then. It has, yeah. We've got crews now. We've, we're, we're franchising this operation, yeah. Okay, and yeah. we're gonna see what it's like to do what you do, and you're gonna tell me how people can get involved yes. and, and join you in the effort. Yeah, two things. We'll, we'll talk about trash, um, some good trash talk, but we'll also talk about storm drains, too. Let me grab my gear here. Okay, Henry's, Henry's got gear. Do you wanna, Let's I go can, through the I gear. brief you Let's on the gear. Let's go through the gear. So this is a uh, trash picker, um, and th this the particular model only costs $15, and it works really well. There's all different types you can get. Um, these That's at Ace nice. Hardware, right? They have them at Ace Hardware. The recent batch they had have all failed. Oh, <laughs> I've had no. to return them. But um, this particular one I got from the Parks Board, all right. and Drain has given us some, and then we've purchased some as well. So that's important. Um, this is a brush rake. I got this from uh, uh, Fratelloni's Hardware. Um, and this works great on the storm drains. Super easy to, it's kind of nice and compact and you can just scrape the stuff off. Um, so that's what I use for the storm drains, especially this time of year when the leaves are falling. Um, and I've got my handy dandy bucket here. It's not just any bucket. It's a bucket I found on the street Sticky bun schmear from Gregory's Foods. Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. yeah. You pulled that out of the trash? It was just sitting on the street as trash and it became a trash collecting vehicle. Well, you've already got a lottery ticket in there. Did you pick that up on the way here? I did, just over here. <laughs> Apparently, when you don't win the lottery, what you do is you just throw it out the window yeah. of your car. And you get dejected. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, it makes you feel better. Um, so when I've got a little bag on the side, because sometimes I'm picking up batteries, a lot of vapes, stuff okay. like that doesn't go in the trash. So stuff that doesn't go in the trash goes in here. And then occasionally, luckily I haven't needed this recently, but any guess what that's for? That is for your needles, stuff syringes. that is biohazard. Exactly, exactly, biohazard syringes. So put syringes in there and then I've got a sharps case at home that, um, but you know, lately I haven't, found quite as many needles. Um, so I can give you a quick demo of some of the things we think about when we're picking up trash here. So here's a drain. Conveniently, 
pretty clean, honestly. It's rare that they're this clean. This can is halfway to being in the Lake of Isles. So what will happen shortly if I don't pick this up is a car will run over this, crush it, goes down here, and when it rains, it shoots out through all these drains and ends up in uh, Lake of the Isles. And it's a lot harder to pick up in Lake of the Isles. So this one's a recyclable one, so I'm gonna just keep this one separate. A lot of the um, stuff you pick up that's crushed and dirty, you can't really recycle. Right. I was on Lake of the Isles yesterday, uh, Cedar Lake and Brownie Lake in okay. a kayak, and I hadn't planned on picking up any trash. Yeah. A lot of trash in Brownie Lake, I think it just gets kind of like blown through from Isles to Cedar into yeah. Brownie. A lot of trash there, lots of bottles and caps yeah. and bags, yeah. candy wrappers, ton yeah. of that. Yeah. If you uh, check out, if you're on Facebook and you check out Friends of Lake of the Isles, the past three days I've been cleaning up um, Lake of the Isles. So yesterday I did Mike's Island, the small island. Previous day I did Raspberry Island, just going around the shore. And, and before that, on the weekend, I was uh, kind of just going around the shore of, uh, but there's tons of trash pictures and information on Friends of Lake Vile's Facebook page. Yeah. Which, uh, which way should we walk? Let's go this way. We're going into the wedge. Yeah, um, yes, yes. So <laughs> I'm just gonna grab it to show you. Uh, so, ah. You're not making this look easy, Henry. No one's going to want to do this now if an old pro like you can't do it. Well, this is the advanced uh, stuff. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing this. But So this is what happens. The cans get crushed and they end up in the lake. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's one thing we'd like to avoid because we love our lake. And I kind of, I do this with my dog. So I usually have my, um, I go out every day um, walking the dog. I might as well pick up some trash while I'm at it. Uh, today, I'm playing the role of Henry's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't worry, I won't put a leash on you. If you <laughs> so here's some examples of storm drains that could use a little love. Um, and so the good news is we got a grant from the Mississippi Watershed Management Organization, MWMO. And this grant is for both East Isles and the Wedge neighborhood. And what they want us to do to help improve water quality is number one, get more storm drains adopted. Um, so, you know, as you look at this storm drain, you go like, well, those leaves, that's fine. That's all natural. That should go to the lake. Well, two things, it, if it's got lots of leaves on it, um, it's not gonna drain the water and the street could get flooded. Right. And then secondly, even if, um, the, drain, the leaves go down there, what happens is these leaves create phosphorus in the water in the lake. And when you're walking around the lake and you see all that green algae, mm -hmm. that's, that's what it's leaves. coming from, you know? Leaves are fine going in the lake for the trees that are around the lake, but not the leaves for the entire neighborhood. Right. They can't handle that. So the city, the street sweeping is supposed to take care of that. Am I right about that? That would be ideal. You know, at the U of M, they did a study and they said the single biggest thing we can do to help water quality is more street sweeping. So I've talked to Public Works about street sweeping um, and got all sorts of mixed messages. It's kind of hard to tell what's really happening. In the neighborhoods here, it's only twice a year. So they'll do it after all the leaves have fallen and they'll do it in the spring after the snow melts. But um, on Hennepin, 
when I first checked, it was like monthly because it wasn't considered a commercial street. Mm -hmm. Lindale is a commercial street, Nicollet's a commercial street. And then they told me, oh no, it is a commercial street. It is done more often than monthly. Um, and then they said it was done every two weeks in the evening. But then I, I met with uh, Director Kelleher. She said it was done weekly. Uh, and, but yeah, I don't have a, a street sweeping map uh, quite yet to know for sure what else is done on what schedule. But if they did it more often, that would make a big difference for all of us, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I do when I clean up is, like, I don't have all the stuff to pick up the leaves. If you at least get the leaves off of the drain into the street here, then when the water when it rains again, the water will all be able to get into the drain along the curb here. And then what I usually do is when the leaves are dry, I'll just pick them up. If you adopt a storm drain, you can name the drain. Mm -hmm. You sent me some stats a couple of weeks ago about how the Wedge neighborhood was lagging behind. So Hennepin Avenue is the border between East Isles and the Wedge. Yes. East Isles is doing better with adopting their drains. The Wedge was lagging behind. I promoted it, and I'd like to think me promoting it helped, so. helped close the gap. Do you know? I hope so. You don't know? You haven't checked in? Uh, I only get data once in a while. I'll have oh. to check with them again. But so the East Isles, we started out at 16% adopted, and we're up to 28%. And the wedge was kind of stuck at 15%. I think we should have 50% adopted. It's not that hard to, you know, I, the ones I adopted, if you adopt one, you might as well adopt a few because it doesn't take much longer to do this whole intersection. All right. Do the one near your home. You don't have to be like Henry going around with a rake <laughs> to a place you don't even live to rake their storm drains. Just do your own storm I do. drain. Exactly. And I adopted the ones in, in my corner. Some uh, great people, uh, Isaac, that moved in just a few months ago. He adopted seven storm drains because he's like, well, if I'm out with the gear, I might as well just do them. And right. So I've done mine, you know, like really only need done like once a month or after a big rain at the most. Even once a quarter, it'd be great. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've only been out there like three or four times in the past six months or so. <laughs> it took me like five minutes each time. It was a very small commitment of time. So I wonder if your origin story was you were in your kayak and you got frustrated seeing the trash, you pick some up, and uh, is, that, is that what did it to you? That's exactly it. I was... that's, that's what happened to me yesterday. Yeah. You see trash and then you can't stop seeing trash. You see it everywhere. And I feel obligated to pick it up if I right. see it, because the next time I go out, I don't want to see it. <laughs> becomes a compulsion. Yes, it does. I'm totally addicted to doing this. So what I did is I kind of worked it backward. I was like, where's all this trash coming from? I thought it was people in the park just dropping things, but it was way too much trash for that. It took me a year to figure out it all comes from the storm drains, duh. But they, the storm drains go to either the Mississippi or to the Lake Isles in our neighborhood, in the wedge here. I figure if we can keep them off the streets, it's easier to pick it up on the streets than it is in the water. Right. So the other cool thing for the wedge and the East Isles is if you adopt a storm drain by October 15th, or even later, adopt it as soon as you can, um, we're going to have a prize drawing. And we got Renata, the restaurant just on the corner here on Hennepin, um, adopted their storm drains and they gave us um, some gift cards. We got gift cards from Kowalski's, from the Holiday Station, from Namaste, uh, from uh, Red Cow, Panoli, Barbette, um, and recently from the Wedge Co-op. Uh, so I've got like $630 worth of gift cards now. 
I just need to know if you've adopted a storm drain, let us know at info at eastisles.org where your drain is and what it's named, and we'll put you in the prize drawing. Um, right now, your odds are really good because I've only got like 12 names. <laughs> you know? So, and a lot of prizes. Yeah, I think yeah. people. So, did we say where people can go to adopt the drains? Oh, we didn't. Very easy. If you just search adopt a drain MN, it'll come up right away. Okay. We can hit a couple of these and then yeah, we'll head up this way. Pick up some trash, Henry. Yeah. All this talking, let's not do enough it. trash picking. Let's do it. So, this drain is actually fairly clear, but there's some trash right here. Next time it rains, this trash is all going to go into that drain and uh, end up in the lake. So first thing I usually do is I try and get the, the trash out of the way. And I'm not going to rake this one because it's already kind of clear. And what's cool is this equipment I'm using, uh, with our money from the grant, I can uh, buy a bunch more of this equipment and provide it to people, you know. So this brush rakes and stuff, when we do our prize drawing, I'm going to, those aren't even prizes. I'm just going to be giving those away. There's another storm drain that could use a little, a little love. I've caked. It'll only take, yeah, pretty soon it'll just be plugged. In the winter, it's especially a problem because uh, if it freezes, um, you get a bunch of ice on your street. But literally, was that more than 30 seconds? I think it was about 15 seconds it took me to it's do that. It's very quick. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. So we've um, had some great uh, community um, trash pickups too. And uh, Martha and Noah um, in uh, environmental committee for the Wedge neighborhood have organized monthly pickups now, which is great. And we have monthly pickups going in, uh, in uh, our neighborhood too, in East Isles. In fact, we have probably every couple weeks pickups happening. Because um, we have a, uh, a safety walk crew and, and we have a, uh, you know, a cleanup crew for the lake too. So the lake cleanup crew goes out every month and the safety walk crew um, does hennepin like kind of twice a month sometimes. So we've picked up a lot of trash now that we have. And usually there's maybe like a dozen people showing up. Um, and, you know, all this information of, you know, when these things happen is available lots of different places. Like, you know, on that Facebook page, Friends of the Lake of the Isles, but also on uh, eastisles.org. But yeah, you can see I've just been over this. I've done this um, just last week. And look at how much stuff we picked up already. Yeah, I found uh, on Colfax Avenue, I uh, found a whole like the remains of someone's Chick-fil-A order, like the entire bag oh, with yeah. the receipt, all the bags that were yep. in the bag, all yep. the food containers that were in the bags. Yep, uh, that will happen. <laughs> I don't know if somebody ate it in their car and just decided they were done with it? Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, I don't want to eat this anymore, so it belongs on the street. I'll just throw it out there for somebody else to enjoy. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh my God, people. Oops, sorry. Well, they know you're out here, Henry. You're going to pick it up anyway. <laughs> you're enabling these people. You're right. Uh, we've got an entire pizza box down here. Yeah. I get, so I, 
I should be narrating the trash picking, I think. I think that's my role here, say yes. what the things are. Yeah. Well, I think people are curious what we find too, you know, like it's just a lot of plastic. Like there's just plastic stuff everywhere. So on the lake yesterday, I found uh, like a straw in a plastic container. Like the straw hadn't even been used. Right. <laughs> it was just yeah. discarded in the, in the lake. Yeah. Oh, speaking of straws, there we go. We got a, we've got an aluminum can over there, Henry. Did I spot that one, or oh, did you good did move. you have an eye on that? I didn't. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. My real passion is art, and uh, these uh, flat cans are kind of shiny and stuff. So I've been saving them. I've oh, got really? A, I've probably got a hundred of these now. Um, Henry's doing flattened can art. And I was thinking of doing something with them, like making some tapestry out of <laughs> trashy, trashy uh, We've got a Gatorade bottle behind this car waiting to turn. Oh yeah. All right. Oh, you do. Good one. Yeah. See, you've got the skills. You, I mean, I can <laughs> see, I can tell already you are, yeah. you've got the skills to do this. Yeah. Oh, this animal. is kind of sad. Look stuffed at this. Animal. That's very. Uh... It's a it's a little teddy bear. Oh, it's... and it's oh. Yeah. That's kind of sad, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's very sad. It's some little kid's toy, but we're rapidly running out of. What do you do when you run out of space, Henry? Do you find a trash can to I dump do. off your stuff? There's one coming up. The biggest problem, though, usually is that the trash cans are full. <laughs> um, so that was one of the other things. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, so 22nd Street in particular, I have noticed there are cans uh, on Aldrich and then there are cans on, I think it might be DuPont or Colfax, often full. Do you know how, who is responsible for emptying those cans and how frequently? So I think uh, there's two different types of cans. The city is responsible for these. And I think there's um, some cans that are associated with transport. Um, so all the bus stops, technically, they're supposed to be cleaning those up. So that's a different department. And I've never talked to them about, you know, what they do. Um, but I have talked to the city. And, you know, they've, they've said that, you know, they'd like to, you know, empty them more often, I believe. But, you know, I still don't, I don't know what that schedule is. Now, that's technically recyclable, but I'm not sure I have room to... I'll just try and... So there's also glass in here. Yeah. Not only are we picking up trash, you're trying to sort trash. I can't. On the fly. I know, and I can't, I can't handle all the recyclables. So it'd be nice if occasionally we had a recycle bin too. Because the trash cans that are full are full of trash and recycle. But, you know, that way we'd have two bins. Um, cardboard over there or the watch band watch band <laughs> this brush here on the side of the road is a real trash collector Ugh. is that a good thing or a bad thing it keeps it out of the street it's easy so. for you to find it i think yeah i think it just kind of traps it here um but um you know i think the problem here is that there's restaurants and you know stuff kind of spilling out of there like there's big trash bins back here. Right. And I think it kind of spills out of those. Well, here's a little, is this a, like a tree stump hole? What's oh going on God. here? It's 
the trash hole now. I know. I don't know if I should even... It's scary sometimes to... You don't want to dig too deep, you know? <laughs> you never know what you're going to find. <laughs> it's dang, you know? I've even got on my gear here... <laughs> this has evolved over the years, but we got this little wire here. Because sometimes I'll find car parts quite often. Okay. Like big pieces of plastic. They won't fit in here and I kind of just attach them and carry them and you know I know I probably look ridiculous and that's okay I'm fine with that you look very official so I'm sure people are curious what uh, someone who does what you do in your free time collecting trash how, uh, how else are you living your life oh I think Paula told me you went to Burning Man I did. The one that got all uh, rained on and people yeah. got stranded. Did you get stranded at Burning Man? I didn't get stranded because I wasn't planning on leaving until Monday. And it was fine to get out of there by then. I bought these uh, Crocs for Burning Man. These are my Burning Man Crocs, which kind of make me happy because they're colorful. Uh, it was a great experience being there. Uh, I really enjoyed it. You know, there's some people that maybe wanted to get out early. And as you might expect, the news kind of sensationalizes the situation. Right. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as, you know, <clears throat> you probably heard. It seemed very muddy. It was muddy. And um, everybody in the community eventually figured out how to deal with the mud, how to get through it. Um, and there was a little secret thing you could do, and it spread like wildfire. Suddenly, everybody knew it was sock bag sock if you put a sock over the bag you put a sock on and then you put a bag on and then you put the sock over that bag then the bag is kind of protected and the mud doesn't actually stick to the outer sock hmm. so you can walk around because it was kind of like cement one of the big things about burning man is that there's a bunch of different kind of aspirational things and one of them is to leave no trace right so um you know, people make a big deal about the tiniest little things falling. Like, look at all this junk, too. How else are you living your life, Henry? You have any oh. other environmental quirks? I've been taking a uh, painting class at the U of M, and I'm also taking a painting class at uh, MCAD, my old school, uh, Minneapolis College of Art and Design. I took a drawing class this summer, so I'm kind of trying to do some of my own artwork and still doing some uh, day job work too, but you know, more just uh, a small amount of consulting with a studio in London. Uh, we're working on a new game, a video game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm an art director um, and the way things look is important to me. And with trash everywhere, that doesn't look good. It's not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm getting pretty full we, here. We filled up an entire, Henry has filled up an entire uh, additional bucket. Yes, and you know, it wasn't, we haven't been doing this that long. We haven't, and I've been distracting you. Yeah, and I'm hoping, like, there is some good news, I believe. Like, I've been working with um, Public Works on a few incentives. Uh, like, one thing is, we're talking about putting a boom uh, on Lake of the Isles near Euclid where all this stuff washes out. So it'll basically, the boom will be in front of the outfall, the culvert, and it'll trap all the trash before it goes all around the lake. It's like the one on uh, Hiawatha. Exactly. Did they install the one on Hiawatha? Exactly. It'll be like, like that, but better looking. That one's a little ugly, I think. 
Um, do you know they installed that one? How's that one working out? You know, within the first couple weeks, I heard reports that it was working fabulously. That's good. Yeah. It was capturing everything just as planned. But Liz Stout is the uh, principal uh, water engineer for Minneapolis. She is so smart and well-informed. And so we've been talking to her about the boom as well as Commissioner, Minneapolis Parks Board Commissioner Schaefer, Elizabeth Schaefer, who's been really supportive of the work we're doing too. And uh, one of the things I've been talking to them about is you know, that Hennepin's gonna have a reconstruction. How about the storm drains not emptying in the lake? How about that? So, so what, what would the alternative be? So I think they came up with something. Now there's several different systems you can use that I propose, but they came up with something even better. Liz tells me what they're gonna do is they're gonna have all the storm drains drained to a central place oh. where it gets filtered and then it goes to the lake. That makes a lot of sense and it makes you wonder why we've been just having it drain into lakes this whole time. You know, I just read about the history of that. It's pretty interesting. Up until the 1960s or so, sewage and stormwater in uh, the Twin Cities all went to the nearest waterway. So um, untreated sewage would go right into Lake of Isles or, or the Mississippi River, primarily Mississippi River. In the 60s, they said, well, yeah, that's not working because the lake is, I mean, the river is getting so polluted. So they diverted all the sewage into sewage treatment plants and they left all the storm water going into the nearest waterway. And it kind of makes sense because it's a lot of uh, sewage to treat if you include the stormwater. Um, so yeah, that's how we got where we are today. By the way, I see a ton of these things too. This, there's all sorts of different what varieties here. Swisher Sweets. Oh. I think it's those little skinny cigars. There's so many things I don't even know people do. Henry, you're teaching yeah. me about life. I feel yeah. very naive, <laughs> all these products I don't recognize. So I do keep track. So we just did about over 10 gallons, really. I'd say about 12 gallons of trash just in the short time we've been talking. I can give you some stats if you're interested in what we've picked Let's up. Let's run through the stats as we pick up a McDonald's cup. We've picked up so 5,550 gallons of trash. This is all over the past 17 months. I've been keeping a spreadsheet. So that's just trash from the streets and the lake and everything. So, you know, 5,550 gallons, that's a lot. Uh, 1,554 gallons from Hennepin, plus the 12 we just, we just did. 1,850 gallons from Lake of Isles. So getting close to 2,000 gallons from Lake of Isles. And we also picked up um, uh, a shopping cart at a Lake of Isles. Shopping cart? Yeah. You, you get any a rental scooters? <laughs> no. They're probably at the bottom of the they lake. They could be. They could be. And I... <laughs> when they drained the Mississippi River a couple of years ago, remember that? They were finding nothing but scooters under the Stone Arch Bridge. Oh my God. So many scooters. That's crazy. Yeah. What the hell? Um, that can't be good for the water. No, it can't be. I've also uh, personally picked up about 159 syringes out of Lake of Isles. Um, and almost all of them out of Lake of Isles, some of them from Hennepin and stuff. Do they float? They do. Yeah, and it's kind of sucks when you get them because I need to handle them specially. Uh, you know, I can't just throw them in the trash. Um, so one thing I'd like to do someday is 
you know, go talk at some schools about this kind of work um, we're doing right now um, and see if we can engage, uh, you know, schools in this. Um, there is a really inspiring thing happening that I want to do in the Twin Cities. So uh, I was back in San Francisco recently and some friends told me about this thing Vincent's doing. He's got this organization called Refuse Refuse. Okay. Uh, kind of a nice play on words. They have managed to, over I think it's about 30 months, pick up 400,000 gallons of trash. Wow. <laughs> and they've had um, something like 2,000 different trash picking events where sometimes they have like 30 or 40 people showing up. Um, just enormous. You know, now, San Francisco has a lot more trash than we have, but it's just amazing what they're doing. And what they do is they've got this um, mobilized platform where it's just a map. Um, it's, kind, it's kind of similar to the Adopt-A-Drain map, honestly. You can just look at the map and find your neighborhood, click on any dot in there, and it pops open and you, you get to see you know, what events are coming up. So there's dots all over San Francisco, no matter where you are. You click on it and it shows, hey, there's a uh, trash picking event happening on Sunday at 9.30. Mm -hmm. This is where you show up and, and you click on it, you can just register, I think it's Eventbrite or something like that, so they know how many people are coming, they provide all the gear. So they're making it easy for people, they're making it accessible for people to um, be involved and help clean up their communities and making such a big difference. I don't see any reason why we couldn't do that for the Twin Cities, you know? I say all the time, there's a lot of people, more people here that care about their city than some other places. I uh, think so. Very politically involved. So this shouldn't be the barrier of entry. You know, the equipment costs nothing. What's really valuable is the people's time. And, you know, the big upside of all this stuff is I get to meet really great people, like people that really care about their neighborhoods and, you know, are, are doing some good work. Yeah, I, so I read Reddit way too much. Are you familiar with Reddit? Oh, yeah. And so people are always asking, like, how do I make friends? I'm so lonely. People here are so unfriendly. No one will talk to me or come right. over to my house or invite me over. Sure. Is it a Minnesota thing? Is it Minneapolis? Oh, okay. And it's like, just, you know, get involved in something. Yeah. And you meet some incredible people. You sure do. Mm -hmm. I have found that about local politics here. Getting involved in doing this has led me to meet so many people. I didn't even know who I needed to meet until I you know, uh, started meeting people and they introduced me to other people and... And now look at you, you're raking muddy leaves out of a storm drain. No, I know, I feel, I feel like I'm really something now, you know? <laughs> a, certain, a certain sense of accomplishment being the trash man of Uptown. <laughs> We've got a plastic cup over here, Henry. I know, look at that. It's just waiting for us. But... So are we sure this is making a difference? Is this not gonna just get washed back into the storm drain? Or you say you're gonna come back later and get these leaves. Well, I have, uh, after the really big rain, I went out and I did about 26 drains this way. Um, and I went back and cleaned up, you know, when this stuff is all dry, it's a lot easier to pick up. Yeah. Um, and I have those big paper yard bags that I can give to people to use for this. Um, what I think I really need is something on wheels, you know, like a, 
a wagon or something like with a big bin in it and I could. You need more accessories, Henry. You don't have enough. <laughs> you don't have the bucket and the bag and the trash picker I know. and the rake. I got to up my game and here. And the wire wrapped around the handle. <laughs> like, look at this train. It's looking very sad here. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. This needs some help. Oh my gosh. But it's not that hard to do. Nope. Any particular winter preparations we should be doing? Yeah, um, it's cleaning the drains. Is that what we should be doing? I to think prep? so. Exactly. All the leaves are going to start coming down now. I think it's really important to, um, number one, if you're raking leaves, please don't throw them out in the street. That's actually illegal, I believe. Uh, I've seen people, neighbors do that. Oh, they'll just pick them up with the you know, no, don't do that. P dispose of them properly. They will come sweep them up eventually, but uh, it it is best to, uh, you know, get rid of them much, as much as you can. Uh, and, and if we keep those drains clear, our streets are gonna be better in the winter. The other thing we're gonna try and do with this grant money is reduce uh, salt use. Salt basically puts chloride into the lake and, uh, and that's a big problem. One teaspoon of salt will permanently pollute five gallons of lake water and it never goes away. I um, mean, at a certain point, I imagine the whole lake will just be dead. Um, so Wait, really? permanently? Permanently, yes. It doesn't, you it doesn't. like rebalance the chemicals in the lake somehow? Nope. Wow. Nope, nope. There's, n there's no solution that's at all cost-effective or reasonable to get salt out of the lake once it's been in there. What if, uh, what if you take some of the water out and replace it with better water? Does that help? <laughs> well, you know, I did talk to like a water engineer about this very thing and he said, yeah, technically there are ways you could do it. It'd just cost you millions and millions of dollars. To, so are we to on the it. path to killing Lake of the Isles? I, unfortunately, that's the way I see it. Um, oh. So what we're gonna do with some of this grant money is we're gonna have a traction grit giveaway. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but they have it at Fratelloni's. So this fall, we're gonna get Fratelloni's to uh, get 100 bags of traction grit. We'll tell everybody when the giveaway is happening and people can come just get a free bag of traction grit. You know, and you might occasionally need some salt too but try and use a minimal amount of salt as the idea and use alternative ways of uh, cleaning. The best thing to do in the winter really is to um, get rid of the snow as quickly as possible. You know, if you let it all get smashed down by people walking on it, it's gonna be, you know, problematic. Because <laughs> it, yeah. Between adopting a storm drain, reducing salt use and picking up trash, you know, we can keep our lakes and rivers nice and pretty and clean and healthy and happy. And I think we're getting close to like 15 gallons so far. Um, and uh, we've just done a loop here, just a couple blocks around Hennepin. But you know, this is, I guess my point is, is that we've done just this little kind of small area. And, you know, I think already made a big difference in this small area, but if we had a few more people doing this everywhere, oh man, our city would just be so much nicer. Well, it can get frustrating. Like, why, why am I taking my time to pick up other people's trash? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair be, question. That's how I felt on the kayak. I'm 
like yeah. compulsively picking up piece after piece, spotting <laughs> more of it. And I'm like, I could just be out here enjoying myself. You know, I used to resent it more. It just made me angry. But I thought, that's not productive. Right. It's, so, you know, lately, you know, I'm out with my dog or, you know, I have listening to music or I'm listening to a good podcast like The Wedge Live. And, uh, um, and I'm just out picking up stuff and getting into my little Zen thing. Just do it for half an hour or an hour come home I feel like I've accomplished something and you know I just had a little moment just to do something good for the neighborhood um, so now I just I kind of look forward to it in some kind of sick way maybe <laughs> it's not sick it's uh, it's great so how many people did you say are involved well you know what um, I just checked recently the volunteers that we've had involved since we got this grant We've engaged 90 people. 90 people have gone out and done this. Between the Wedge and uh, Lake of the Isles. And it's been uh, not just 90 people from these neighborhoods, but um, we have people from St. Louis Park and all over the place uh, that we've made contact with now. And they like to join us for some of these events we're doing. Um, like uh, Mark and Deb uh, and Shane and these are all people that don't live anywhere near here that drive over here to help clean up Lake of the Isles because they love Lake of the Isles. You know? So are these uh, people who have been involved in stuff like this before or they heard about it and are now fresh to picking up well, trash? Mark and Deb have been doing it on their own for a long time and they saw me doing it and they, they uh, found me too on my Facebook page. So we've become friends. They're the ones that spotted that um, shopping cart in the lake. And I could not find it, but I went in with my kayak and, and they pointed it out. And I was like, oh my God, that is a shopping cart. And just put a hook down there with a rope and with some extra guy's help up there, we were able to hoist it up. There's great pictures of it on the Facebook page. So I'm hoping to connect with more uh, neighborhood environmental activists like this and, uh, you know, make a make it a whole citywide thing like when I go up to Artaworld and some breweries in Northeast I, so many cool things to do in Northeast but God there's so much trash on the streets it's embarrassing it's just hard for me to even be up there being the way I am now my wife, my wife and I sometimes are walking places she's like ignore the trash just ignore the trash because <laughs> I'm getting yeah. kind of itchy yeah you, know? you have a compulsion to clean up all the neighborhoods and yeah. you can't do that it's impossible it's so impossible you're trapped in your own neighborhood yeah. because if you go anywhere else, you have to clean up the yeah. trash. Have we picked up enough trash today, Henry, you think? I think we have. Okay. If, the, if anybody's stuck with us this long, they probably <laughs> get the idea. And, uh, you know, if you have, I have a lot of respect for you, good people. You know? Are you yeah. implying this is going to be a bad episode? <laughs> it might be a bit trashy. Henry Labonta. Thank, uh, thank you, John. You, thank you for joining me. It was it. a joy to pick up trash with you. Please join henry in the i will link to all the things we mentioned yeah in this episode in the yeah. ep episode description uh this has been the wedge live podcast i'm your host john edwards thank you for listening thank you and uh youtube.com slash wedge live you, you're gonna want to watch us pick up the trash yeah. you don't you don't want to just listen <laughs> okay thank you goodbye this is a real, real, real thing. Real, 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 real thing. <laughs>
Neighborhood right now, 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 right now. 